Zoom in on global affairs with insightful debates and exclusive interviews. This is World Insight. Hello and welcome to the New Year special of our program on World Insight. I'm Tian Wei. Today, I will catch up with a group of longtime friends of China to celebrate the Year of the Dragon or the Long. They are all fans of Chinese language and Chinese culture and trying to be the bridge between different cultures between China and the rest of the world. Let's welcome them. They are Jesse Apple, former Fulbright Research Fellow who researched Chinese traditional Xiangsheng comedy. David Moser, professor at Beijing Capital Normal University, author of A Billion Voices, China's Search for a Common Language. Carly Beth, American singer, songwriter. She has covered 200 songs and released multiple Chinese singles since her debut four years ago. And Julian Gottfried, TV show host, cellist, a Chinese Xiangsheng crosstalk performer. Happy New Year to all of you. Happy New Year. Okay, in English that is? Year of the Dragon Yes, I, I can tell this is quite a reunion. I haven't seen you guys for a long time. How are you celebrating it? Starting from David. Well, I just had a big uh, New Year's festival in Bangkok. There are a, a lot of Chinese here, and there's a lot of Chinese tourists here. So I'll probably go to eat hot pot because there are a lot of great hot pot uh, restaurants here. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. I like uh, spending as much of the show as possible thinking about uh, David's gut. Uh, for for Chunzia here, and um, I'm in Los Angeles, so I'm really lucky. There's a huge Chinese community in the San Gabriel Valley right here next to me. I do a radio show for the local Chinese community, and they invited me to a uh, to a Chinese New Year like uh, kind of a kind of like a miao hui, like a temple fair without a temple. It's just going to be a fair, <laughs> um, and so there's gonna uh, there's gonna be a bunch of uh, Chinese food. Uh, you know, all sorts of like, you know, Chunjie style things going on. Yeah. Probably some people writing Duilier, like all sorts of fun stuff. We'll broadcast and I'll learn some Chinese New Year songs and sing like festive songs in general. And it's just a really great time. Mm, what are the songs you are going to choose for your Chinese uh, audience? This year I'm learning a new song, but I'm not done learning it. But in the past I've sang like, um, and then like all the other yeah, and other and and like as wished to have all the best wishes for the new festival or so wishing um, blossoming all the way uh, for a great <laughs> Very Chinese <laughs> lyrics, I can tell. What about for yeah. you, Julian, where you are in Paris? Well, I'm, uh, I actually live uh, more in Lille, where I'm from, which is one hour by train. It's 200 kilometers uh, from Paris. And we are actually for the second year in a row. If you remember, last year we had the first Miao Hui, Jesse just mentioned. Going, yeah. We actually, uh, yeah, we have, uh, actually, my wife is organizing a huge Miao Hui for the local Chinese community. Of the whole north of French, which is big, it's it's uh, five provinces, and uh, so we have people from everywhere. We even have people coming from China, from for, from different uh, places in Europe, in in France, of course, and uh, so it's Lille. It's in Lille, 
and we have um, I, I, we're expecting uh, like, like last year over uh, over a thousand maybe two thousand people over two days so we're gonna have a lot of Chinese delicacies uh, to eat uh, even Dao Xiao Mian and um, <laughs> a lot of Chinese sweets for the kids because yes. a lot of families local you know Chinese French mixed uh, even French French families uh, all very curious coming it's open to everybody mm -hmm. it's outside so um we talk about food a lot right i mean this is really one of the most important essence of uh, spring festival it's about food it's not like we haven't had those food before but just the image of having a reunion with the family and the food and and david you know this year is going to be very special because past few years including last year even though china opened up after the pandemic, but still a lot of people were uh, sick right after it opened up. So it was not like a real celebration, a whole scale. But this year, going to be very different. Very first year when everybody seems to be healthy and also at the same time really wanted to celebrate. Yeah, you, about food, yeah. I've had a great time here because uh, you may know that uh, it's very easy for Chinese people to come to Bangkok. Uh, because they have a, a, a visa-free 15 days. So I've been having a great time here with uh, part of her family, her older sister and my brother-in-law. And so, of course, uh, every day they sort of compete to see who can make the best food. So I've already had really? dumplings, I don't know how many weeks in a row. <laughs> it's kind of a... I kind of feel like uh, maybe we should eat Bangkok food every now and then, but no, we're, we're sticking with Chinese food. So, so I've, yeah, it's, uh, I'm not going to Are they testing like new recipes on you? Are you getting like different dumpling, like fillings getting tested on you? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm actually very picky. I, uh, oh. I'm more picky than they are. And, uh, you know, I'm always saying, you know, this, this is not hot enough. And I'm always like adding my own things. Of course, they just humor me. But of course, I have my own taste. Uh, what, what's your favorite char? <laughs> actually, I, I don't like pork that much. I like just something like uh, egg and uh, what do you call it? Chidan. Mine is, mine is always whatever with tatsong, whatever was le with leek. My, oh, is my favorite leeks. all the way. What about only leeks? I find the word leeks. That leeks. Yeah. So and and uh, yeah, uh, and, and leek with, with a knife. Not with the machine, and then it's because you have to feel it on the teeth. That's mm. the most important thing. Oh, yes, yes. And you leave a little bit on your teeth. Every time you smile, you have green <laughs> leaks in your teeth. That shows that <laughs> it's very good dumplings. Yes. That's, that's with xiu cai. I learned that, uh, Jesse, you have learned uh, cooking, right, throughout the pandemic year. So instead yeah. of uh, being picky like the other two, you're going to make your own food? Or how does that work? Okay. Um, it actually seems like a good idea to do some dumplings. I might try making dumplings, and uh, I've never made dumplings completely by myself from scratch. Uh, I usually show up uh, when somebody experienced has already made the, the xiar, and I, I kind of do my mm -hmm. bad version of, like, uh, yeah, <laughs> wrapping them. And then you can tell which ones are mine when they come out. Um, but if they all looked like that, then I guess you wouldn't be able to tell which ones were mine. They would yeah. all be mine. Okay. Right. Jesse, Jesse, you were saying from scratch. I would advise, you know how you make flour? You remember how donkeys you, you used to, to, to turn around that, that, that thing, yep. that wheel? Yep. No, I'm going to yeah. be milling my own flour. Like, you know, all the, the classic, you know, Los Angeles is known for its acres and acres of open agriculture. 
Inside. Yeah, try, try this. That would be really from scratch. Make it yourself and make a video. Yeah. And there are a lot of songs, you know, Carly, related to food in Chinese, of course. Uh, so uh, these gentlemen also, when they were learning the xiangsheng, uh, you know, the Chinese crosstalk, they also learned a lot of things about food, right? Bao cai mian and things like that, right, David? But that's right. Uh, for those who don't know, there's the, the, the crosstalk piece called uh, Bautzheimer, uh, uh, I guess you would call uh, reciting the menu, uh, is just a tour de force where the, where the performer recites uh, dozens, if not hundreds, of Chinese dishes at breakneck speed or break tongue speed, I guess I should say. Yeah. Uh, wow. A lot of people, uh, some TV directors have, have said, uh, could, you, could you do one in English and use, uh, you know, American or English dishes to do the Bautzheimian? And I said, I don't think so. After about a dozen, you know, hamburgers, hot dogs, salads, after about 15 of them, we'd, be, we'd run out of food. China has... <laughs> Hundreds and hundreds of dishes. You never run out of food in China. When it comes to food, when it comes to food in Xiangsheng, I just remember, you know, that's most of my food. Well, that was not very good. That was not very good. Well, Why? Why not? I, I haven't had much of a use for the Chinese tongue twisters recently. I need a... I need to get back to the place where people hold me to high standards. In America, they, they you know, they don't, they, they don't have. They, they're uh, you know, in fact, many of us here in China miss you guys. We haven't seen you for a long time now, Julian. I know you've been traveling back and forth, David. You've been teaching still in China on vacation now, only in Thailand. But you know, Jesse, I haven't seen you for a long time, and uh, Cardi. You are welcome to come here and uh, join the festival when you can. Hey, I just got back from China Wonderful. like a week ago. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Where did you go? And what was it um, like? I went, to, I went to Harbin, Hangzhou, and Beijing, and it was really lovely. I loved every minute. Well, because I have some amazing fans in Harbin who, who like took care of my mom and I, and then we saw the Bingxue Da Shijia, the ice festival and got to participate in an event there that was really cool, like an influencer event. And then um, in Hangzhou, I had a small fan meeting and some live performances at a, at a cafe, which was really lovely. Yeah. And got to meet some amazing people. And mm. then in Beijing, I did some interviews, but overall the trip was really wonderful and um, got to experience even more Chinese culture. I can tell from the way you introduced your trip, it must be a very fulfilling <laughs> experience. What would you yes. say if you recommend a place or a, a moment to uh, anyone who's watching us from outside China? They must do. Oh, um, go to Bingxue Da Shijie because it was amazing. <laughs> uh, especially, I, I liked it during the daytime because at night the lights come on. And that's really cool too. But I think in the daytime you can see how every single building has is made with ice. I think it's mm -hmm. easier to see that clearly. Mm -hmm. And you can see how like fascinating these giant ice sculptures and castles look so yeah I, I really think that was a must-see oh sounds wonderful jesse what do you miss the most what would you recommend to your friend in la just like you know seeing all the different types of uh food and just like places the the depth of the culture there's so much there i feel like uh you know I finally got to go back for the first time uh, since pandemic. I got to go back in May and June 
And I just remember every day being able to meet up with a different friend, going to a different restaurant, uh, you know, enjoying all the good food, all the good tea. I drink a lot of tea. I do a, a lot of tea content now on the Internet here in the West. And so being able to go to Maliandao and to be able to go to Yunnan and, and all of the different amazing tea places, that was like a big highlight of the trip for me coming back. So wow. it was, um, yeah, there's there's so much there's so much depth of the culture there here. Sometimes you you can find like, you know, one restaurant that does it kind of right. But there you walk down the street and basically you can you can smash your head against any given wall and you're going to find some really good places to eat and, and enjoy mm. the culture. Mm. How did you like Yunnan? Yeah. Oh, I love Yunnan. Yunnan is the best place on earth. It was it was beautiful. I spent I spent 12 days up in the tea mountains. Uh, we took all these long car rides up through these windy mountain roads into these amazing places where they have these uh, just like the best tea in the world. And it's all from these ancient tea trees that have been growing wild there for thousands of years. Mm. Um, it's like, you know, you can't you can't buy a tea tree that's 2000 years old. Like it's got to be there for a long time. So it was great to be able to to meet the the farmers and to drink the tea mm. and to eventually bring it back. And I'm selling it on my online shop now. So <laughs> we're we're getting that good tea to people out in the in the uh, all over the world. Yeah. It's time for a great family reunion. It's time to celebrate, to nurture, and to look forward to the future. In the year of the loan, the dragon. World Inside is presenting to you a special series of programs. We wish all of you happy, healthy, and prosperous. So if you if you you know get beyond Tianjin or something, you know uh, it gets pretty exotic to me. But what, one thing I love is that uh, for Beijing, Beijing is a, a is it's thought of as the uh, a place where of historic locations and of culture and of the continuity of culture, but actually Beijing is changing almost more rapidly than any other city. Mm. It's spreading; it's getting larger and larger, and uh, they're taking the ancient things, including food, and always tweaking it, always improving it, or always changing it. Mm. So, uh, if you haven't been back to Beijing in two or three years, if you come back now, you'll find a lot of new things, new cuisines. Uh, even the old spots that you that are familiar have been radically changed. So I would mm -hmm. say just, you know, if you come to China only once every five years, always try to make it back to Beijing. Yeah. For, and also places like the Forbidden City, you can see parts of the Forbidden City that you've never seen before. So even the old stuff is expanding and, and being renewed. Mm. So I, that's my pledge, plug for Beijing. How do you see you and your Chinese friends are trying to figure out what's going on and while at the same time, while, while digesting, trying to uh, make the best out of the time, uh, try to be hopeful despite uh, whatever is going on. What are some of the wisdoms? Uh, what are some of the ways to do it that you have figured out with your Chinese friends? I think part of the fun for me, especially now that I'm back in the United States is, uh, holding on to the things that I really enjoyed doing and the people that I enjoyed spending time with. So I like doing Chinese comedy. I've continued doing that over here in America and in Europe. I went to France. I visited uh, Julian and performed in Paris. Yes, um, we had some know. great French food at a wonderful restaurant. Yeah, I still remember that we went down the street from your house to that to that bakery 
and just bought a oh, piece yeah. of bread and butter. And it was probably the best meal I've ever had in my whole life was uh, was just eating bread and butter in in, uh, in France. It was so good. And and when yeah. I, and I did shows in Paris and I found that there were Chinese that were living in Paris and my life had a lot to do with their lives. I had never been in Paris before, but we all were living this life where we're trying to figure out how to be people that live between China and somewhere else. And so I think that as the world gets a little bit more complicated, that that skill of learning how to be the people in between is getting more and more important and we all have to find our own way to do it. So I'm trying not to give, uh, like I'm not trying to, I'm trying to make sure to focus on the comedy, on the tea, on the food, on the yeah. culture, on the people, and all the things that I enjoyed, and and yeah. uh, kind of move forward in that way. See, so talk about okay, comedy. Okay, What is the? Go ahead, uh, Julian. Sorry. Well, no, so, sorry. I wanted to add. Uh, I'm I'm going to get very philosophical here. Be, be ready, David. He's ready. I see him. Okay. <laughs> He's ready by not talking. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Carly was, she was asking Carly for her opinion, I think. Oh, really? Yes. So, oh, so David, you're really not like letting me talk then. That's your, that's your best. That's when your best. Have I, when have I not let you talk? <laughs> <laughs> you, you just, you just are getting Ding Lao's Jingshan very well. Yeah, Julian, you talk first and then I go to Carly before I go okay, to okay. David. Yeah. Okay, good. So, so trying to get uh, philosophical, I think what Jesse said that, you know, the, the world's getting a little complicated about the term he used, but I thought, I think in a way, you know, my, my father has always been pe pessimistic about humanity. And if you look at throughout history, the, 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 wor the world has always been a messy place. And in the Chinese uh, philosophy, there was always something of, uh, it's also some, a very pragmatic way. If you look through Taoism, some, somehow it teaches you, know, but you will not change the world. You always come back to the same cycles. And so instead of trying to change the world the way the Western people always try, which is a beautiful thing, by the way, but just uh, you won't change on the, on, the, on the higher scale. You won't change the world, really. So just try to change yourself and also enjoy the day. You know, that, like, that, that, uh, if, you, if you've seen that... Uh, that movie, Dead Poet Society, and there was that Latin phrase that was being uh, taught by the character Robin Williams was, was playing, was carpe diem, uh -huh. enjoy the moment, seize the day, you know? And I think that's uh, that's Chinese people mantra all the time. Okay. Uh, if you see Ch uh, the Sichuan people, uh, my wife is from Sichuan. If you remember the Wenchuan uh, earthquake in 2008, families who had lost, you know, parents, children, and they were playing cards they were smiling, they were laughing, uh, they were enjoying life, they were trying to enjoy life the normal way. You would see them laughing, you, you could not believe that they just loved their, their closest uh, family members and friends. And it's just, I think it's, a, it's really a beautiful on. way of, uh, of, of, of talking about uh, a, a certain part of Chinese philosophy. Mm -hmm. I think Chinese people enjoy uh, life really, really, really uh, deeply and in Europe, maybe French and Italians are a bit like that also. But I think it's it's deeper in China in that way. Interesting, Carly. I think the best thing is to focus on the connection and the relationships you have with your friends and family instead of focusing on all the problems. So, um, and that's my favorite thing about the New Year is to connect with friends I haven't talked in a while or like Chinese friends that I met a while ago that that you know wish you um, happy New Year. I think that's the best way. And also through music, right? 
Of course. <laughs> I thought that was too obvious to say. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, my bad. <laughs> okay, David. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I agree with Carly, and I, I think that uh, when, uh, whenever I have, there's been a period of time when I haven't seen my friends or Chinese friends, maybe they've been overseas, or maybe it's been a long uh, pandemic period. When we get back together, it's almost like it, nothing ever happened. It's like it's it's like almost like family, it's a friend that you've known for many years but haven't seen them in decades. When you get together, you're right back to the same to the same old uh, interaction, making jokes, finding commonality, and that's what I find with my Chinese friends. And there's and I I really enjoy the fact that uh, Chinese culture and my Chinese friends and uh, also my American friends we're so we're so. Uh, uh, integrated and so connected and, and we have so much more in common now than, than it has ever been possible uh, so when we get together it's it's actually there's so much synergy and enjoyment yeah. and it's just fantastic the point is we the, the, the thing is we just have to get together and the magic happens if we're separated and we can't see each other then there begins to be you know all kinds of strife tension once we're in the same room together it becomes just a uh, magic, magic humor yeah. family the same things as usual. I was oh. looking at your photos, the photos you sent to me earlier, David, back in the 1980s on the Great Wall, you know, <laughs> the way you look, a uh, uh, young intellectual, uh, a hippie almost uh, coming from the U.S. And, uh, so, you know, that was really... So do you say that he, he, he now looks neither young, neither intellectual? Oh, okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, hey, I have one for you, David. I have one for you. I just thought about it. We just mentioned wisdom. So are you ready? Yes, I'm ready for wisdom. <laughs> okay. So um, so wisdom has been chasing you, but you've always been faster. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> well, humor has always been chasing you, and it's caught up with you just now. <laughs> <laughs> well, good one. Nice. Take that as you wish. If I could ask would be the best wishes? What would be the best wishes uh, or a gift you would love to uh, share with your friends uh, in China and all over the world? What would you say? I would love to sing a song. I could tell, I could tell your audience will be fascinated by your song. Thank you so much. And David? Yeah, I would say that we should this year we should uh, remember what the last few years have been and what we've missed. So I would say everyone throughout the world, whether you're in China, whether your family's in China, whether you're overseas, wherever you may be, I, hold your family, hug them, kiss them, tell them you love them. And, um, you know, the, take that's the most precious thing in the world, to have them not on a screen, but to have them in your arms there or in your lap or at your dinner table. And I would say everyone should stop for a minute and realize what we went through and what we now have, which is the gift we now have is we can now be together again, physically. And that's that's the greatest gift that, that we could have, and we should take advantage of it. I almost have tears in my eyes when you said that. Um, but you know, the most important thing is stop being so picky when others are making the dumplings, David. <laughs> that's that's my trick. That's, see, uh, 
I always try to make food and they say, ha, and shit's high, but they said, don't make it. That's the trick. If, <laughs> if, you, if you show them you can actually cook, then you'll end up cooking. So I always pretend I can't do it. I just, I'm very picky, right? Hush, so it's an hush. act. Yeah. It's an act that, that keeps me from having to actually do the work and I just get to enjoy the food. Hush, hush, because I use similar practices back at home. So don't mm-hmm. say it uh-huh. too much out loud. All right, Julian. So I wish all of you... Um, Get to the spirit of the dragon. The dragon fights to get better, and the sky is yours. But of course, stay on Earth for a while. And uh, Jesse, uh, it's, it's great to be able to see, uh, like, and hang out with everybody again. It's been a while since we last had this sort of hangout together, and so you know, I guess in the year of the dragon, fly like the dragon. Take that flight, even though they're more expensive than they used to be. Take the flight, see the friends, hang out together in person, and I hope that I'll be able to see you, you all soon. Uh, maybe um, coming to France sometime, see Julian, and then and David. I'm going to be coming to uh, Beijing in April. Okay. So David and uh, and uh, Yanwei, I'll, hopefully I'll see you guys in April and May. I'm going to plan on being there for most of April, most of May. So Many lunches of- and dinners to come. Okay, thank you so much. And that's all the time we have for today. If you'd like to know more, search World Inside. Check out our YouTube channel, Paula Sang, XM Facebook. I'm Tianwei. Happy the Year of the Moon, the Dragon, all the Year.